0: The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Welcome in. Take my hand.
0: Say hello to who you know and who you don't
1: and who you can We'll give promise to your springtime and beginnings to your ends. We'll try not to be cautious. We'll be friends.
2: Welcome in, everyone, to Visibilities on this Friday evening, the 1st of December. It's hard to believe that we're up to the last month of the year, but we have a couple of really great. Program's coming up uh, tonight and next week. I'm going to tell you about before we finish tonight. And I want to first thank uh, John Gassman for streaming for us this evening. Larry was not going to be available, so we have John. So it's sometimes a little hard to tell the difference in the two voices. Uh, I guess Alexa has trouble with that as well. Um, oops I should not have said her name She might tell me I'm not She doesn't have any trouble right now um, And I also want to thank Cindy Lebon For hosting But right now while I'm doing a f- some thank yous I want to let you know That When we did the cranberries there last week I promised everyone I would send out the recipes I will um, I've got the file almost totally put together for it, and so I will hopefully get it out this weekend to you, but I want to thank Jane and Jan and Penny and uh, the others that contacted me afterward and have sent us some additional recipes and some uh, other ideas of things to do with cranberries. So you're going to be getting a little some some bonus recipes included with it when I send that out to the visibilities list this week, and if you're not on the visibilities list, which is only a one-way list, so you don't have to, uh, you don't get a whole lot of traffic on it. I put an, an announcement out about once a week, and that's almost the only thing that goes out on it. You send me an email at visibilities five zero. At gmail.com. But thank you to all of you who participated in that and in that call, and to those of you who sent us something afterward. Do appreciate it very much. Um, and I know that the holidays got kind of crazy for Gabriel, but he um, has assured me that he is still putting together a list of wines to to for me to send out to you as well so we will get that out sometime shortly to, to you and okay so while I'm at it I might as well do next week's call it's going to be on making the very most happy use, using our memories of the past our fondest memories from the past to make this one of our happiest sets of holidays coming up for each and every one of us. There are so many, we all have so many positive and emotionally great memories in our lives, somewhere in our past. And it's those emotions and those thoughts that can make our Uh, our holidays a little bit brighter and a little happier now, even though they may seem different to us now than they did then. And it should be, it sounds serious, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I am absolutely certain because my guest on it is none other than, I keep calling her Ms. Positive herself, and that's uh, Pam Shaw. Pam and I will be co-hosting Uh, or co-facilitating next Friday night's call. So I just wanted people to know about that in advance. So you can make your plans for next Friday night, Um, which hopefully will be right here on Visibilities for at least an hour of it anyhow. Tonight, I've been talking with several people lately about issues to do with diabetes. And I didn't, it didn't occur to me that the accessible pharmacy health and wellness fair was going on today as well. So we, I know that there are people who would ordinarily be right here with us talking on this subject tonight, but I've been working for the last six hours on the accessibility, accessible uh, pharmacy fair. So. We will be doing another show in addition to this one in January with Diabetics in Action and Tom Tobin and those and uh, several people that he's recommended as well. And so, what we're doing tonight is, as I say, we've had some people that have been talking to me about they've been it's been recommended to them that they go on the continuous glucose monitor. And fortunately I do have not needed to do that. So I know absolutely nothing about the accessibility of one of these devices over another. Um, but I do know that we have some people on this call tonight who do. So we I would love to hear from all of you. And then we also have people who are having um digestive problems, uh, who are new to diabetes and are trying to Figure out, well, what can I have if I can't have, um, if I can't have sugar cookies, what can I have instead? Kind of thing. And so this is not at all any kind of a medical show tonight. None of us are medical professionals, but it's just a place for us all to share our experiences and what we have found as tips and tricks to get through either a glucose monitoring system or to find some kind of new uh something good for uh for foods recipes um snacks uh ways of making uh, you know just ways of making um everyday dinners something um a little more healthy and yet still have a tasting as good as it always did So, with that, I do want to basically just open up this call tonight and please raise your hand. Why don't we start with the continuous glucose monitors? And so, anyone that would be willing to let us know what you use, how accessible you find it, uh, what ones maybe you have found that are less accessible, do they work better on an iPhone as opposed to an Android any of those kinds of questions um, would really just very much appreciate hearing your experiences. So if you can raise your hand, Cindy will be glad to call on you. And we can start there to, get to begin this call. There we go. And we do have uh, John Gassman. And I, I can tell
0: you, I've been using a, a, glucose monitor for about three years, I guess. And the one that I've always used is the Freestyle Libra. They've had three different versions out there. The current one is three, which just makes it really easy, if, you know, if you can count. Um, <laughs> and literally, it's it's it really works well. It you. You uh, literally will, you, you download the app, the Freestyle Libra app, and you need to then get sensors, which you can either purchase, but they are, they are expensive. So most of us go through our insurance companies, and you you literally uh, pay, uh, pair them with the, the app, and with the Libra 3, you literally just have to touch the sensor to the camera and your arm once, and after that, every time you open up the app, um, it'll read you exactly what your blood sugar is, and you can do a lot of other things with it as well. The The major problem that we're all having, not only with the Libra, but with the Dexcam, is that a lot of the Medicare insurance doesn't cover a lot of the expenses, and th- It would be nice if they just, if they at the least covered a part of it, so that I can understand doing a a partial payment. But some of them don't cover any of it unless you're using insulin. Um, Now, I hear that that is beginning to loosen up. We shall see as we move into 2024. Uh, I know that when I worked for Disney, uh, they, before retiring... Uh, they and my insurance that I had covered everything. So I didn't have any payments at all. And I would just go through my pharmacy and the doctor would recommend, of course, that I I need it. Pharmacy would say, okay. And the insurance company said, great. And I kept getting them. I'd get uh, six every, I guess it was three months because they last for 14 days. So I never had any problem. But then after I retired in August, uh, the... Medicare insurance wouldn't cover it. And we're hoping now that that'll change at some point. In order to make it change, we found through, uh, I think it was, I'm trying to remember, oh, my mind went blank in terms of the individual who got it covered. But anyway, what he had to do was have his doctor write a letter. And in that letter, it had to state that this, that the individual needed the uh glucose monitors and the sensors because he was blind and it had to be part of his medical record there are these things out there that the glucose readers with the things that you where you stick your finger but you know for those of us who are braille readers you can tear up your fingers pretty quickly so (laughs) that's true it's really not um it's it's not efficient at all and it doesn't... I mean, it'll give you an accurate reading, but then how do you line the blood up so that it's on the on the little uh, piece of the, the instrument that reads it? Uh, you don't very easily. It's tough to do. And so these sensors are really cool because all you need to do, uh, you know, s- assuming that you get those sensors at some point, is go download the app from the App Store or if you're using the Descom, you can... That's an Android app. You just download that from google's play store and in conjunction with the sensors you literally can have an accurate reading of your your blood sugar so um the technology is wonderful it's just the insurance companies currently uh aren't consistent about who which ones will cover it and some people get it covered covered without any problems with their insurance company while others don't so it's very inconsistent at this point of uh, time but we're hoping that things will loosen up a bit as 2024 rolls around, and those who really need it will be able to to take advantage of of great technology. So that's that's a little bit about, you know, I don't want to go into a a lot of depth right now, but that's pretty much what I experience, and others who are using either one of these two can further comment if you'd like.
2: I guess one of my questions is, if that's the problem that you're having with Medicare, will Medicaid cover them at all? Does anyone know? I,
0: yeah, I don't know because I haven't tried Medicaid.
2: You're right. You're right. I'm thinking of I'm thinking of people. You know, of, of maybe someone who's on SSI, for instance, something like that. Um, if the Medicaid, if Medicaid will cover it, um, I I, I can tell you depends, that it, That might even depend state by state as well, because it could be. Funded by some of the states through their Medicaid programs and not others, I don't know.
0: And I know that ACB and NFB are working together in terms of advocacy to try and get something uh, uh, situated so that the the insurance companies will cover it. And they're still working on it, but it it hasn't happened yet. And let's hope that it happens uh, as we move along into 2024 because it would affect positively so many blind people.
2: One other question, let me ask you about the Libra 3. And that is, um, how recent, how old an an iPhone can you use these on, do you know? I'm wondering, you know, if somebody has a, a 10 or an 8. I, well, I'm, I'm sure. I
0: believe a ten would work. An eight, a seven, you're kind of moving back into slower territory. I yeah. don't know exactly when it stops working on the older phones, but the website I think does have all of that information in terms of what phones work best. Uh, but you know, I know that I think the iOS is no longer supporting eight, or if it's if it is, it won't be supported yeah, soon. It, I don't
2: think iOS okay.
0: does. So stuff like you know, as long as you when you get back toward that those older phones, you have to have a, a, a freestyle Libra app that's going to work properly and read the sensors. So the better off you the, the the newer phone the newer phones will definitely do it without any problem. The older phones may not work as well.
2: All right, that's good to know. Um, I thank you very much, John. Does anyone else have any experience with any of the uh monitors and if you do if you would raise your hand we would very much appreciate it i do see oops jenny i think that's the jenny that i'm thinking of jenny if you want to unmute which there you are
3: i i um everything john said was brilliant and right on um i Was diagnosed with diabetes 20 years ago, and I don't want to go into too much detail, but and it's only my experience. But um, the Freestyle Libre is um, really kind of a game changer because um, I did have what they called a prodigy talking meter, but it was almost impossible for me to use because I would have to find the blood, and um, it was it was just really difficult. Um, A lot of people. That's what I have
2: is the prodigy talking meter. The The one that has the little strips and all of that.
3: I shouldn't say that that's not a wonderful resource. I don't misunderstand me. It was difficult for me. And um, there are so many levels of diabetes. Uh, When I was first diagnosed, they told me, oh, we only have to take your blood sugar three times a week anyway. So if you progress, if your diabetes um, gets, uh, you know, you're more sensitive to carbohydrates, then... um, the Freestyle Libre is easier to use and does protect your fingers. And, um, you know, it. It uh, the main benefit is if you want to manage your diabetes, you have to know sort of what's happening moment by moment is the best, you know, or what was the effect of that um, thing I ate, what was the effect of my exercise. So it, it gives you the answers you need to really manage it really well. Now, in terms of insurance, that is an obstacle um, if you have to be on insulin, I'm not yet on insulin. And I got one of the Freestyle Libre meters. Um, and I wish I'd had one three years ago. I wish I, I I might have even paid for it. It's like $75 a month. I think is approximately what it is. Um, I think each person is going to be difficult in, ter- in terms different in terms of their insurance. What I had to do, I went to the um, a diabetes educator I was seeing and she first gave me a free sample to see if I would like it provided by the manufacturer to her and she loaned it to me for a month as a patient and that's a great way to try out and see if it would help you. you know?
2: Yeah, um, I would think so.
3: And the way I got it was I, I went through um, a place that's nationwide based in California but it's called um, Advanced Diabetes Care and I asked my diabetes educator and I asked Advanced Diabetes Care what exactly does Medicare seem to want in my case? And again, it was not just a letter saying it was medical necessity, but apparently in my case, everybody's case was going to be different. You needed notes from the chart. You needed to Xerox some pages from the chart, but everybody worked together on it and um it, it works really well. It seems to me that if you are a diabetic, um, and again, some people may only have to take their blood sugar very sparingly, but if you are a diabetic, um, I think in the future, Medicare may decide that if you're blind and a diabetic, and that was the basis, I'm sorry, on which I got it, because they said it it was a necessity for me because I was blind to get the meter. That was part of the documentation. And then there had to be something put in my chart and Xerox copies of the chart. So it was a lot, but, you know, I talked to the company. What do you need? What do you think Medicare wants? I talked to diabetes education. What do you think Medicare wants? And finally it worked out and my A1 and my management is so much better, you know? And um, so that's, you know, it went, it went down two points, my A1C uh, just in a year, just from just because I didn't realize over 20 years, I had become very sensitive to carbohydrates. So this showed me, I went to a Thanksgiving dinner the first time I used my Prodigy meter, and I thought, oh, I'm being really moderate. Well, not according to the meter. <laughs> <laughs> but there are ways, and I do, am, do, I do like food, I do like cooking, but there are ways that you can make, um, you know, make it work for you. I think. You know, so that's basically what I wanted to share. I think that it's almost a oh, one final thing. I think it's almost a political or an advocacy issue. I think anybody who is blind should have um, a continuous glucose monitor, whether it's the Freestyle Libre or another kind. And finally, not to get into too much detail, but just to reassure people that you don't have to have an iPhone to use it. However, you will have to have somebody. In my case, I um, use the sensor by waving something over something inserted in to my arm, and then it sends it to um, a reader. Now, that's inaccessible, but someone sighted can read it to me. So you don't. Te- so technically speaking, if you don't have an iPhone. If you don't have an iPhone, don't despair. I'm going to get one soon. But I mean, I'm just saying when I first heard about the Freestyle Library, I thought, well, I don't have an iPhone. I can't participate. You can. But let's say that you, you scan your blood sugar, oh, 10 times a day like I do. I don't necessarily need to know in my case because I'm not on insulin. I can have somebody cited read to me when they have time, maybe an hour later. So that may be too much detail. I hope not, but um, no, but that is good to know. Yeah. So so don't. So okay. Well, I'm glad you're having this topic. <laughs> well, that's well, thank you,
2: and I'm glad I'm glad uh-huh. we are too. I'm learning a lot with it. Um, I do have a question for anybody, okay. including you, okay. and that is what I hadn't really thought of. Is this goes on your arm? I'm assuming, like your upper arm. Yes, I'm. I mean, and I'm not an expert, it, but it did, does go up in your upper arm. Uh huh. And about how big? I mean, I'm wondering, does it stick out under your blouse, under the the sleeve? You know, that kind of thing. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out the logistics of it. It doesn't.
3: Um, well, you know, the logistics are that it's completely, um, it's it's you're really comfortable with it. Um, most of the many blind people I'd probably say most can insert it into their arm themselves it's the size of a quarter it's flat oh okay it's flat you can shower with it in my case i'm doing something that's really a little bit inaccessible there's um a reader and i put it over the sensor and then it beeps and it gives me it displays displays a result which should be talking to you right but it's inaccessible but that's with the iphone with an app and then it's a different process the when you um i don't exactly understand it but that's a different process so it's very comfortable and i'm going to get off and let you ask the questions from some other <laughs> maybe right. more well, I, expert people
2: I, I i do appreciate it and then we do have a couple of other people with their hands raised and that's it. That's it.
4: This is Cindy. Can yes. I tell you something? Yeah. I'll tell sure. you what because at convention, at our Maryland convention, we had a couple of people from Dex whatever it's called. I don't have I'm. I, I don't have this stuff. I have enough other issues. But what <laughs> I reminded me of, you know this little turkey thing that you that's on the side of the key when you put it in the oven that pops out when it's finished. Oh yeah. You okay. know that little pop out? Yeah. That's what it reminded me of when I
2: saw it. I said, oh, you sound like a turkey. Ah, okay. That's and what I'm thinking. Said, I, I, had this, I had this vision of something that was like two inches by three inches and stood no, up and had a band, a band tiny. around it. And I don't know what I thought it yes,
4: was. it's. And I, the lady said, oh, I never thought of that. But she <laughs> showed us and she had one. And I said, you remind me of my um, butterball turkey. And so she said that's a good way to describe it to people who can't see. And, and, and John, I may be wrong with based on your knowledge, but that's the way it was explained to me. That's the way I pictured it considering my vision loss.
0: Am I wrong? Yeah, they're, they're, both of them are different. The, the desk is a little bit different than the Libra in terms of what it looks like. I'm not as familiar with that one because I've got the Libra. Uh, but mm-hmm. it literally, with the with the two, you have to scan it each time you check your blood sugar. With what? the three, That's you do not. Said. You scan it once when you attach it to your arm, and it attaches right up against the skin. It doesn't go way under like the skin.
4: Like a thing.
0: It's just barely under the skin, and then there's a adhesive on both sides of it that attach so that it it won't come off unless you do something stupid like I did and bump it up against uh you know, like a the edge of a a doorway accidentally, you know, then it might come off. But uh, you just, and you scan it the one time, and then from the rest of the time onward, while that sensor is on your arm, you just open up the uh, app on your phone, and it reads the uh, the sugar, blood sugar to you. So, pretty cool.
2: And that's what you replace every 14 days.
0: Uh, yeah, it's the sensor that costs the money. The app is free.
2: Yeah, but, I mean, the sensor, so you take it off your arm, in other words. You do, yeah. The whole thing comes off and you put it back uh-huh. on again.
0: Uh, uh, it's a brand new, new sensor, on. yeah, yeah.
2: All right. Well, that's good to know. Thank you. Janice is uh, next. And then Roberta.
5: Hey, hello, everyone. So I am using the Dexcom G7. And I just realized I've been using it for, for a month now. So I don't know that I can provide a whole lot of Details, extensive details about it, because I just use it for the basic thing, just to see my my blood sugars, and also I do share my readings with uh, a couple of d- uh, different family members, um, but of course, who don't live near me at all. <laughs> but it's, it's still good because they can still call nine one one for me, I guess, if necessary. Uh, but I have, I like it. I still check my blood sugars, though, just because I'm a little leery sometimes about the reading. But whenever I've checked, only one time was it way off base, and I had to recalibrate it. But all the other times, it's been like maybe 10, 10 to 20 off base of what my regular blood glucose meter is. And then what? which one
2: is this you're using? Oh, the Dexcom G7. The Desk Dexcom. Oh Dexcom, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay, okay now I got it. Dexcom G7. All yes. right. Well thank thank you. And and maybe you'll learn from tonight's call as well, mm. especially you know where you're relatively new at it. And but yes. thank you for what you have brought oh, to us this evening. Yes.
5: And and you can set your own, customize your alerts. Um I've even learned how to silence my alerts when I'm working. But one thing I wanted to mention was the paperwork that was talked about. So, and I've come to realize this with my insulin pump too, supplies. But I'm wondering if it's the same for sensors, but uh so you have to see your doctor every 3 months in order Absolutely. for you to get a continuing supply. Sometimes, you know, I would delay it a little bit like a week or two and they won't let those supplies go through until you see that doctor.
2: Right. Good point. All right. Well, thank you very much, Roberta. Hi there. There you are. Hello. <laughs> Hi.
6: Hi. Um. <clears throat> lots of great information. Um. I happen to be a Dexcom G6 user. The newest model is the G7. Um. A couple of things I'd like to share with folks is one thing to one thing to keep in mind about um, continuous glucose monitors is they do not measure blood sugar. They actually measure interstitial fluid sugar, which is a little bit different. So it's the fluid that's in the body, but not in the blood stream so the numbers don't always match and the interstitial testing which is what the continuous glucose monitors use is generally 15 to 20 minutes behind whatever the blood sugar is reading so particularly in situations where the blood sugar might be changing rapidly the uh, continuous glucose monitor is going to lag behind what a blood sugar or a finger stick check will tell us so it's important to have both options available um, and there are several places for folks to learn very um effective adaptive techniques for getting the blood into the right location on the strip for a blood glucose monitor um, the other thing I would like to share with folks is if you have diabetes and you would like to know more about it or have a place to talk with folks and ask questions, the ACB Diabetics in Action is a affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, and we have a list serve. And we also will be happy to have anyone join us as a member. It's $10 a year the list
2: serve i have to look it up i can't remember it my part i have an auto I, I need to look it up again it too I, was, I became a member recently and i've been yeah, gonna and i've been going to get on the list serve and it's, yeah. it's
6: so, okay so the the to subscribe
7: Robert, to is, the this is tom i can give you the, the address ah, you there may. you go hey tom I thought I'd, I told you I would check in if I could, and I'm uh, yeah, not, and he did. not quite out so of much. gas after six hours on the Accessible Pharmacy <laughs> line Health Expo. But, so For I those I'd, of
2: you who don't know, Tom is the president of ACB Diabetics in Action.
7: Thanks, Terry. Well, and Roberta, great job. Um, so, yeah, if you want to join our lister, you can send a blank email to acb-diabetics, the plus sign, subscribe at acblist.org i only said that today roberta about a thousand times <laughs> <laughs> and but, that's uh,
2: ACB lists at the end there it's acblists plural S-
7: yes yeah, a- 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 right that's right terry so i'd love to have you check out you know our um our listserv. and then i also just real quick will remind folks that um we have our regularly scheduled education call on december 13th which is coming up and we'll have kim ladd from the Virginia State for the Blind, talking to us about how how to live with diabetes and vision loss. So, um, and and no, sorry, how to live with diabetes during the holidays. Sorry. Um, so yeah, that and then we have our casual chat, which is on December sixteenth, um, which is open to anybody who wants to come. So check out the ACB community call calendar, and it's all good.
2: And thanks so much. Tom has been. Doing Yeoman's work this this afternoon with the uh, overall day today, with (laughs) the accessible uh, pharmacies, health and wellness. Fair, yeah, and uh, so he had said, "You got to be kidding! You want to do it tonight,
7: the, uh, <laughs> Friday night?" <laughs> That's okay. Oh, I'll I try st- to still, check I in. still love you. That's but- okay. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> I told you I'd check in if I could, so I may mean, not stay till well, eight. But I, I just I, want I, to check no, in. And
2: we understand completely. And I also did already announce that we will be doing a call specifically with ACB diabetics in action in January. So I will, uh, you and I will get together on a specific date for that uh, sometime in the very near future. Roberta, did you have anything else that you wanted to say before we go on to Grant?
1: Uh, No, pretty much, Tom. Look at all.
2: All right. Well, I thank you. Grant, Downey, if you want to unmute.
8: uh, You are unmuted. There you are there i am hi i'm a long-time listener first-time caller <laughs> well welcome and, uh, um i use the libre uh unit and am very happy with it uh it has been a lifesaver for me actually because early on uh it was determined and i determined it that i was unable to to draw um uh, to poke my fingers and do it successfully. Uh, it was just not gonna work for me. So I'm very fortunate to, to have this device. Um, it is expensive. I will say that at least the way I had to do it. Uh, I have to pay for sensors uh, every two weeks. Uh, Medicare pays for them. I was lucky to get that covered under Medicare. Uh, all of a sudden one day a guy called and was going over my uh, terms of service and discovered that uh, these devices were covered under Medicare thank goodness because uh, the the uh, sensors are very expensive um, can you give me
2: an it, idea of what is expensive Debbie what's Debbie um, I think someone said something about $75, but I wasn't sure if that was.
8: Uh, probably $85 or $95 a month. A month? For two. Yeah. Okay. Just uh,
2: just to have an idea.
8: Yeah. And what's that place we go to get them from, Debbie? Yeah. We get them through Byram Healthcare and uh it 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 just works and it's marvelous and I'm able to monitor where I am and and where I and that way I know where I need to be so it's uh it's uh the way I got onto this though is uh sometime back uh, Mitch no not Mitch uh Chris Gray had a pharmacist on uh the diabetic in action call and uh he was very informative and and got me going on it and uh, it works uh, very well and for me though it's it's uh, if i couldn't do it this way i probably wouldn't do it <laughs>
2: <laughs> well so thank you very much and as i say welcome to joining us in person
8: visibilities well,
2: keep up um, the good well- work terry well thank you and keep up joining us and we'll come up with more things that you
8: enjoy I hope. Thank you.
2: Thank you. Nicolette good evening how are you tonight? Hi
9: I'm fine thank you very much. Okay I have a question Uh, it's a little bit separate from this but um, when I was at the East Bay Center one day a friend of mine went into the bathroom and she was acting kind of strange and I'm not diabetic but Um, She didn't come out for a while. And I went and I knocked on the door and I said, are you okay? She said, yeah. So I kind of kept an eye out. And when she walked out the door, she looked very faint. So I went over and I got her and I brought her over and I sat down. I said, are you okay? And she said, well, not really. And I said, well, let's take your blood sugar. So it was 52. And I said, well, we need to call an ambulance. And she said, no, 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 I'm not going to the hospital. So I said, well, I said, well, can you have some, I knew that there was some, Meltaways in the medical box at the East Space Center. So I said, "What about a meltaway?" And she said, "Yeah, that'll be fine." And those work so well. I think we gave her one, and then a couple of minutes later, we gave her the other. And within five minutes, her her uh, blood sugar was back up to eighty-five. And she said, "This is okay. I can handle it from here." And I wondered, do people still use those meltaways, or is there something else that works as well or better that people carry around with them? I was just
2: curious. I don't know. My cure-all for everything is peanut butter and orange juice, so okay. I'm not sure. Um, but does anybody else, these meltaways? I don't know, but um, I don't hear anybody jumping in on it. Oh,
9: but Well, thank you. I was just curious what do people use, and peanut butter and, and uh, orange juice sounds like a good thing. But that, that you'd probably have to be at home for that, right? So if you're, I would say out, pretty
2: much, yeah, pretty yeah. much.
0: I rarely okay. see my blood sugar get down that low. If if, if I feel a little bit uh, woozy, um, I'll go be grab a piece of candy and just, mm-hmm. and that usually does the trick. And
9: is that a hard candy that you suck no. on or that you chew?
0: No, I, I, I If I'm going to go for candy, I'm going to go for chocolate. <laughs> oh,
9: okay, yeah, because it, it melts. It melts faster. Yeah, so it goes into your system faster. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Thank you, John.
6: This sure, Mr. Roberta. Mr.
2: Roberta. Yeah, Roberta. Yes.
6: Um, just a couple of comments about um, recovering from a low blood sugar. Um, if anyone has is familiar with the glycemic index, that can give you some ideas of things that can be useful. Um, it's interesting that over the years, orange juice <clears throat> has gained this reputation for being of a reliable source of quick carbohydrates, and it really is not as ideal as there are some other choices. And interestingly, one of them is white soda crackers, because ah, the carbohydrate is already so simple in white soda crackers that it gets absorbed very quickly. On um, uh, regular sugar carbonated beverages are a very fast source of carbohydrate and and the fastest that I've seen on a glycemic index. And if you're not familiar with the glycemic index, the glycemic index is a listing based on glucose, white table sugar, of the, of the speed at which blood sugar is affected by the carbohydrate. And it's rated at a number 100. So if it's If something is below 100, you can kind of get a general idea. And of course, everybody reacts differently, but it it can help to kind of gauge where to begin. So if glucose is 100, there is an item I've seen that's rated at 105, and that is malted milk. So malted milk balls or malted milk just out of a jar is faster at at raising your blood sugar than um, regular sugar is. Hmm. The another thing That's to consider, yeah, isn't it, it? Really is, and and everybody's body reacts differently. So one thing, like for me, I'm very very affected by grapes. So if I eat grapes, then it's like an atomic bomb went off in my blood sugar, and my blood sugar just goes sky high, and. It's very hard to control, so I tend to avoid them, except when my blood sugar is low. So it's really... And does that brilliant. matter with
2: the different color grapes? Because I know it does as far as um, sugar content and sodium content.
6: For me, I've uh, never for green had green as opposed to yes. red and that kind that's of That's a thing. good question. For me, green grapes is all I've experimented with. So, I mean, that's what's been in the house when I've used them. Uh-huh. Um, So I don't know for sure on that one, but um, it's really interesting that, you know, the things that will, because some people have told me that peanut butter is like, oh, yeah, peanut butter. For me, peanut butter is just flatline, Nothing. I get nothing. (laughs) So it's just really hard to say. You have to kind of experiment and see how your own body reacts and, you know, and just try some different things to see. My go to my two go to things are if i never go anywhere without mentos and for me oh, for mentos you, you you can purchase in the pharmacy area something called glucose tabs or gluco tabs and gluco tabs are um a a measured source of glucose and they're very quick to be absorbed by the body um but they are they're not very palatable they're kind of They're 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 dry and chalky and they do have a flavor, but they they tend to be not as palatable to me. So I don't carry glucose tabs. I carry Mentos, and I know for me, you know, two Mentos will raise my blood sugar about thirty five points. So even if I'm panicking because I'm like, oh, my blood sugar is low, and I'm like, oh, eat 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 eat, and if you're you know if you've experienced the low blood sugar incident. Uh, for me, it's like, I don't care what it is, if I can eat it, my body says, put it in your mouth and eat it <laughs> <laughs> until the feeling goes away, at which point I've totally overcompensated and my blood sugar is now going to skyrocket on a rebound. So when I, my blood sugar goes low, I try to say, okay, three Mentos, you'll be okay just give it some time 15 minutes now check again after 15 minutes and see it's if funny, it's begin to come up
2: it's funny you mentioned mentos my sister for many years had a very high stress job and it was for almost 24 hours a day and uh she always always had mentos in her bag and they and that sort of was she wasn't diabetic or anything um, but that was always, that was her sugar rush that she would need, was her Mentos. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. She just for years, that was, you know, whenever you had uh, looking for a couple of things for her Christmas stocking, you just threw a half a dozen packages <laughs> of Mentos in there. <laughs> yeah. Question, what think, are uh, Mentos? What are Mentos, question?
3: Never they're candy.
2: They're a candy. that come in a roll. Okay, thanks. And they, they have like a... Um, uh, almost like an m&m type outer layer you know mm-hmm. something something that they're not chocolate they're i think they come in a couple of different flavors i forget no
6: yeah yeah you can get them in a roll all mint you can get them in a roll all strawberry and you can get them in a roll of
2: fruit If that's the one i remember was the fruit yeah, yeah
6: the fruit yeah yeah. and I can I can sure relate to what John said about oh my gosh my blood sugar is low this is my chance to eat some kind of candy I really <laughs> yeah, <like." laughs> Exactly.
2: yeah and, well thank thing, you so
6: much yeah you're welcome
2: um I do want to I know we're getting down we we've, we've this is this has been a fabulous fabulous informational session tonight and I appreciate every one of you. Um, what I do want to do is try and s- segue us a little bit into foods that we can uh, learn uh, learn to like. Um, learn, I think that we. I know that there are a lot of things that we just say. Ooh, I don't. You know, I, I myself, my thing right now is because of a dietary condition I have. Is the doctor's telling me the best thing in the world would be arugula. And arugula is like to me, so I've been trying to come up with new things to do with that. Um, But just in general, I'm thinking about you know different foods that we can do things with to make them you know maybe a little less carbohydrate, a little less sugar, um, more healthier ways of using what sugar there is in something or what. Uh, What uh, carbohydrate there is in something Or uh, something like that And so I know that there's An awful lot out there I myself am trying something A little different this week In that I'm going to make a side dish To go with uh, some chicken And vegetables That I'm going to use Fafale pasta Which is a bow tie type pasta So I'm just using a small amount Because I'm just making it as as a side dish but rather than using um, prego spaghetti sauce or what have you wanted or um, Alfredo sauce, as much as I love it, I cannot do that much cheese because one of my issues has to do with sodium has to be very low. And so I'm doing making a sauce of um, uh, my mind just went blank, unsalted butter, garlic, basil and ch- and chives and cook the garlic basil and chives in the unsalted butter and then just butter the um the folly. and it's and it just it, a friend of mine made it and said it's it came out very nice and as i say it's it's a small we're not talking you know trying to do a whole plate of it you're just doing it as a side dish like you would a potato or uh you know some rice or something like that um, but I was trying to think of some other things that uh, people could start to convince themselves might not taste so bad after all with maybe a little cumin in it or, you know, with something a little different. And so I just wanted to see if people had some ideas on uh, some food changes. And I would love to see some hands raised about now with this. <laughs> Okay. There we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jenny.
3: Yes, well, don't get me started. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nutrition, is, nutrition is one of the things that is kind of fun. You can make it fun and creative like you're doing. Um, I think that uh, for me, um, I when I'm going to have something... Everyone is it's so so important and everyone will stress you so everyone's so different. And I um but I have found lately for me something uh that I like as a snack that I will tolerate and it's quick and easy is raw cauliflower florets and raw red peppers. And some raw I'm red with,
2: peppers I love.
3: <laughs> yes, and cauliflower raw broccoli I much no, I can't do that. So uh raw cauliflower. that's an interesting snack for me that Sometimes, if I know I'm going to go a little bit over my limit, everybody's different, of 45 carbohydrates, then I might um, say, you know, maybe the the cauliflower and the the dietitians say if you eat vegetables first in your meal, it might be an advantage. So I like raw cauliflower, and I like uh, red bell peppers, and you don't have to steam them
2: necessarily,
3: which is a pain.
2: But, um, but that, um, that's again. a good idea. But that is a good idea. You know, it's something. Yeah. And there's a lot you can do with peppers, um, mm-hmm. an awful lot that you can do with them. That just adds, you know, adds flavor. And if you've cooked them, then it might not give you indigestion and all of that kind of thing. But you're right. There are. There's a lot you can do with them. It's um, kind a of fun to experiment
3: with food sometimes.
2: It is. It is. All right, Miss Cape Cod is with us and she's got an idea or two, I can tell. Well, I was besides be qu- cranberries, Jean. No, no, very, I was
1: gonna be quiet tonight, but I said, oh, okay, I'll chime in. Yes, it's Jane, your crazy friend from Cape Cod. Um, first of all, I'd like to say that if you aren't don't feel good, even if you think you've got a stomachache or you think you're coming along with the flu, please don't think you have you you people say and I think I don't feel like eating. You have to eat, even if it's a couple of crackers and a little bit of soup or broth or something like that. So I realize I have to eat correctly and even when I'm sick. But what I'd like to add is um, I have a wackadoodle eye syndrome called Barty Beetle, which is part of my diabe- diabetes. But anyways, I have to be on a low-potassium diet so breakfast and snacks is very difficult for me so the one thing that I used to hate but i've learned to like is oatmeal and what i've done my girlfriend turned me kind of on it and i kind of modified it my way is i take a quarter cup of oats like the dried oats like if we're going to make oatmeal cookies and i take a quarter cup of unsweetened or sugar-free applesauce and i take a tablespoon or a whatever, of sugar-free brown sugar Splenda. And I take a tablespoon of sugar-free maple syrup and I stir it all up, taste it. Sometimes I have to put up maybe a packet or two of uh, sugar substitute and I use Stevia or Trivia, whatever you want to call it. And sometimes I put it in the microwave and it's pretty damn good. And I've learned to eat oatmeal.
2: (laughs) I'll give you, I don't know what the nutritional value is on it, but I'll give you a little hint about oatmeal. You want some really good oatmeal? Go for the Irish iron cut, a steel cut, the Irish steel cut oatmeal. Oh my God, it's a a whole new world when it comes to oatmeal. My
1: girlfriend told me about this. She uses a regular steel cut oats and she swears by them, so... I'll have to try that. Thank you very much. Yeah,
2: that's it's so good.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Anything that's Irish is good, right?
2: (laughs) That's right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I get the thrill. Okay, I can't wait for next week.
2: Bye. See you next week. Take care. Jane and I come from the same neck of the woods, sort of, kind of, and uh, she taught us a lot about. I thought I knew a lot about cranberries until (laughs) Jane was on last week. (laughs) Who knew that there were wet and dry harvests, (laughs) depending on where you were in the country. Anyhow, um, I thank you all very much. Again, I want to remind you, uh, if anybody has anything else, we do have a few more minutes. But I do want to remind you about next week's call should be a lot of fun. Um, on the 8th at the same time, 7 o'clock Eastern, and Pam Shaw and I will be talking about making your your holidays the happiest they can possibly be. And, the, and you know, and kind of just making your life in general that way. Um, and it's from by drawing from your past. And uh, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, you'll see in the announcement that I'm putting out that it, you know, it starts, you remember the excitement on Christmas morning when you woke up to find that Santa Claus had left you, had left your first make and bake oven or uh, <laughs> Patty Play Pal or G.I. Joe. um, And that emotion that you, those emotions that you felt that are still buried in you somewhere. um, You know, that excitement, that, uh, you know the are the emotions of holidays with friends and family who may not be around anymore, but you know you had a heck of a good time at that at that event, and that's something to concentrate on is just how much how 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 enriched we've been from our memories that you know we don't all of our lives are not our lives are not all happy times. But if we look at the happy times, then maybe we um, don't focus so much on the negativity. And God knows there's so much negativity in the in the in the country, in the world, you name it, in the universe. I think at this point. But I do want to thank all of you um, for being with us tonight. And I'm just checking to see if we have any more hands. Oh, we do have one more before I. Deanna.
10: Hi, Deanna Noriega. Hi. Well, I've been experimenting with making pumpkin pies without sugar because my husband's the diabetic. Oh, in sounds interesting. If you find it, I want it. <laughs> well, it, I made it today with the condensed milk that doesn't have any sugar added and plain pack pumpkin and eggs and um, I made the pie shell out of, of flour and and unsalted butter and just a little water, ice water. And um, I made a very soft dough and just spread it with my fingers until it went all up the side of the pan. And it's a little thin, so it's you know not a big heavy crust, but it did work. So um, he had his first slice after dinner tonight and he liked it. And I Very used, good. And I made the spice mix rather than buying the, the pre-mixed. So I mm-hmm. put cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, ginger, and a, like a quarter teaspoon of mace. And uh, just did it t- to my taste what seemed right, um, that there was enough f- spice to make it flavorful. And it, it baked up beautifully. So even though I was using so that the uh, um sugar (laughs) that looks like it's it's white at least and it looks like sugar you know um
2: you know you could take a lot of those same ingredients mm -hmm. and if you wanted to make some uh butternut squash soup those ingredients make it uh, what you were just listing off Mm is just about everything that i've put in my butternut squash soup
10: yeah. Well, and it, that makes it, it does, come out
2: really good, too.
10: Yeah. It does bake up into a um, a, a firm enough to cut, you know, pumpkin pie, and it tastes like pumpkin pie. So he's happy.
2: Ah, very nice. Very nice. And something else I've come across, and again, I don't remember what the sugar level is on it. I know the sodium was low. It's something I got it at Wegmans, and it's W H O L L Y, the pre made pricusks. Mm Okay. Um, and uh, Wally, I guess is how you pronounce it. Holy, um, <laughs> Wally, holy! I'm not sure which it was supposed to be. Um, but that's because I'm—I am the world's worst pie crust maker. I can have slits in it like there's no tomorrow. You could read the newspaper through it probably, and it would still end up with bubbles in it. I am just not good at making pie crusts. But uh,
10: sometimes what you can do is is take a fork and prick if it's thick. Oh, I've pricked it and
2: beyond words and I just do not do well at it. So Uh. I gave up on it years ago. Um, My pipe, my uh, what do you call that thing? Rolling pin. Mm-hmm. Is used to crush cookies to crush crackers and things like that with.
10: <laughs> well, this pie crust I make is called patapan because it's such a soft dough that you can't really roll it. That's why you just put it in.
2: the Oh, maybe I'll be it safe with something like that. then.
10: <laughs> and you just spread it with your fingers, and it it makes a very thin crust, but it does work, and um, it you know it, it cooks just fine. You just don't have that big, heavy rim around the top because it just barely reaches up the sides of the pen.
2: <laughs> but that works, though. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's that rim do? It just gives you more carbohydrates. Um, <laughs> thank you very much, Deanna. Mm-hmm. That was great. That's great to know about. Again, I want to thank you all. I know some of you got this as a very last-minute uh, notice today, but. Um, I want to thank each of you who have made the effort to join us tonight and for the great information that we've gotten to hear, especially on the uh, monitors. Um, I'm hoping that a few people I know who were planning to at least listen, if not call in, um, have learned a lot because they were right now in a position where they're being recommended. It's been recommended to them by their hospitals that they need uh, to start using one. And they were very concerned about the accessibility. And so I hope that they've learned a lot from this tonight. And I know I have. And I thank you all again. May we have a very healthy, safe, good sugar level week ahead of us. And I will see you all here again next Friday night. Good night to each and every one of you, and thank you again.